Now entering Nerdist.com. Chew it with a guy named Kevin. Chew it and this other guy Steve. Chew it from the TV and the movies. And now this podcast stream. Chew it. They're gonna get chewy. Chew it. They might even get me. Chew it. But they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Mm. What's up? What is up? Are you chewing something delicious? I am, Kev. What are you going? What do you got? Uh, you know, honestly, it, it's funny because there's no shortage of things I could be eating right now. Sure. Because I have a lot of things that I want to eat. God, I know. I have a lot of things, and I want to talk about a lot of different things I've been consuming lately. <sighs> okay. But let's just say, I'll just say for the, my original thing. I'm, for the sake I'm, of chew, you'll say what? I'm eating meat. Yeah. I'm eating pure meat. So was I. Right now. You know what I'm having? What? Kansas City Strip. Okay. All right. That's a steak. You know what I'm having? I'm having Kansas City barbecue. Yeah. And can I tell you something? Yeah. It's fucking delicious. Is it? That's good. Yeah. You got good sauce on that thing? Or what? Oh, my God. Like a tangy sauce. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I uh, <clears throat> I had one the other day because you know why? Why? Because we're in Kansas City right now. We sure are. We're in Casey. We're in Casey Mo. Yeah. Not to be confused with KCK, which is just right over there. Sure. I can see it from here. I feel like Casey Moe's bigger than KCK, though. I think like when we say KCK, people don't even know what we're talking about here. Because they just assume it's KC Moe. Uh, you, you think the uh, the Missourians yeah. don't know uh, yeah. what we're talking about? Yeah. When we say KCK? Yeah. They're like, what other KC is there? Well, they boo it. When we say KCK, they, they boo it. They do. And I don't understand that. Well, it's because it's a different thing. It's I rivalry. They're both Kansas cities. Sure. That's true. And, I mean, for the rest of the world, we just consider it the same city. Um, but, no, but I'm happy to be in Kansas City. I, I, you know, honestly, I've had a great time in Kansas City. I feel like, uh, you know who I feel like, Kevin? I feel like Lady Chatterley. Why? Well, of uh, Lady Chatterley's lover? Yeah, so, like, uh, you know, people, just to, to give you a quick little literary lesson, Lady, Chatterley, Lady Chatterley's lover is about a woman. She's kind of, you know... A bit of a shrew. Okay. And uh, an entitled rich uh, lady who, okay. you know, doesn't really know happiness. This is a literary lesson for her. Until she starts boning. Uh, I think he's a, a groundskeeper, okay. a gardener, and right. he's got a huge uh, tool. Really? If you know what I'm saying. Okay, right. And she loves it. Okay. And she reaches something called phallic consciousness. Okay. And what it is, it's just like, literally, it's like that thing yeah. just opens up her mind and her heart and and everything and yeah. she she becomes a new person she starts to smell the roses wow. she finds happiness in life okay and i feel like bring the, it around i feel like lady chatterley <laughs> okay i feel like lady chatterley okay. like, why well i just feel like over the last few days and with kansas city that like yeah. life has become beautiful for me is that right yeah because of the heartland or what's the I don't really know, Kev. The, the barbecue or what there's is it? There's some of that. There's some of like, you know, the good wholesome values of middle America. Sure. And uh, there's just something about like just some dumb luck. Okay. You know, like here, I'll like I'll, I'll bring it like uh, I'll talk about Kansas City. Okay. Like, you know, as as we go around. Do you want me to plug first before you do this or no? I mean, it's going to go on for a while. Uh, it could. <laughs> I'm enthusiastic. If you want to stop the enthusiasm. I, l- I want to talk about Kansas City, too. Okay. All right. Right. Do Listen. I think we all, the Chew Crew, we all know that right now you're very uncomfortable because you have an order of how you need to do well, things. Well, it's not. I just, I just would like to plug so we can get out of the way and just talk about what we need to talk about. Sure. Because we've had a lot of crew, uh, a lot of Chew Crew at the Kansas City shows. That's what I was obviously about. Uh, means that the crew's listening and they want to hear where we're going next. All right, just do your. Kevin, right. I know you need to do this. Just do your fucking <laughs> thing. Just do it. It's so okay. sad. You're, okay. You're a sad person. Look, I'll just hit, I'll hit a couple of him, okay? Okay. Uh, uh, after that, we're in Kansas City now. Yeah. We're leaving. Yeah. Going home. Then, in November, first weekend of November, November 2nd, 3rd, 4th, we'll be in San Diego mm-hmm. at the American Comedy Company. Yeah. One of our favorite places. One of our favorites. Always a good time. Always wonderful. Uh, that's first weekend of November, San Diego. And then, the next weekend, we'll be in Syracuse. Cuse, our old stomping ground. Cuse, baby Cuse. CNY, Central New York. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, November 10th and 11th. We'll be at the Funny Bone in Syracuse. 
And then uh, that's it for November. That's my birthday weekend, by the it way. It is. It is. Right. And the Syracuse Funny Bone. We really. I, lo- I love the Syracuse Funny Bone. It's great. The last time we were there, we had great shows. Really good. I time. got my honorary degree from uh, Colgate right, University. Your fake, fake degree. Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, bro. I've still got it. I've got that piece of paper. You put it up in your in your thing. Show yeah, it's your kids. there. Yeah. Your kid's only six, so he doesn't get it. Hey, look, kid. Your dad's got uh, a He's degree. Got a degree from college. A bachelor's. Maybe someday you'll have a degree from college. Yeah. Uh, December. <laughs> December, we're going to hit West Palm Beach, Florida. Mm-hmm. December 7th, 8th, and 9th, we'll be at the Palm Beach Improv. Yeah. I haven't been there. We haven't been there in years. Not for years. Uh, we did Broken Lizard Show there maybe, like, what, eight years ago? I mean, seven or eight first, years ago? In our first tour. I thought we went back there, though. Did we go no. back with Broken Lizard? No. Uh, we did, well, I think we only went once with Broken Lizard, and uh, it was a while ago. I'm excited to go back. Yeah, me too. It's a big old room. we got to fill it out. Yeah. You know? I'm thinking about bringing my family down. Oh, you are? Good for Florida. you. Florida. That's right. Florida, right? Yeah, you can just drive over to Miami from there. Oh, that's true. And that's where your in-laws are. Yeah. Okay, that's December 7th, 8th, and 9th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the next weekend, we don't have all the information yet, but we're going to do a little little three-day tour. We're yeah. going to hit Bakersfield, California, yeah. going back to the Templer Brewery. Great show. That's, that's, uh, that's that Thursday, whatever that is. I'll, we'll have all the dates. Yeah. We're going to Templer Brewery. Then we're going to go to uh, Michigan. We're going to go to Pontiac, uh, Michigan. Pontiac, Michigan, right? Yeah. The Crowfoot. C-R-O-F-O-O-T. Right. We'll, hit, we'll get all that info. I up. haven't figured out exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, let's, we'll, we'll have to do some research and yeah. figure it out. But, but we're excited. We've already been talking to them. They're excited. Yeah. Um, and then the next night, we will be back in uh, West Siloam Springs. Yeah. Oklahoma. Down at the casino there, which we did last year and had a great time. And a wonderful time. And uh, we're going to go back there to Oklahoma. Yeah. So if you're in, you know. If you're in eastern Oklahoma or western Arkansas, you might want to come see us. Yeah. Right? Um, okay. So that's it. There's your plugging, Lemmy. Okay. San Diego, Syracuse, West Palm Beach, and then those other ones will put up uh, Bakersfield, Michigan, and uh, West Salem Springs. Yeah. Oklahoma. Okay. All tickets at heffernandlemmy.com. Yes. You can get the links there. Uh, and that's that. I'm done. Now. I'm done. That's okay. it. Are you, can you relax now? Is there anything else that you feel? But what's on your list that you need to talk about? I have an idea. Why don't we just talk about the things you want to talk about? Then I'll talk about no, no, the things City. I want to talk about. The first on my list is Kansas City. Okay, good. Because we're here. Because I have achieved phallic consciousness. Okay. I am Lady Chatterley. <laughs> and back to the literary uh, references. Well, no, because what we're you know we're talking about. It's like like I have a euphoria going here, and it's and it's all these things combined. Like I said, it's it's being here in Kansas City, and also just some some dumb luck involved. But like, you know what I love about. Uh, about touring, and we talk about it a lot. It is the fact that we get to go around. We do these meet and greets after the show. Yeah. And we meet Chew Crew and other fans. Yep. And, you know, like, you really get a sense in talking to these people, maybe how excited they are for Super Troopers 2, yep. or they tell you stories about, you know, what your what our movies have meant to them. Yeah, maybe times they've watched our movies that, you know, they've remembered and that kind of stuff. And yeah. they do, you know, they do, do nice things. But they're very welcoming. Like last yeah. night, for instance, at, you know, Kansas City, we met uh, Nikki McKim and Brian McKim. Oh, yeah. Who, uh, you know, who Great. who made up some nice Dondi t-shirts. Oh, my God, they're so funny. With our faces on them. And they both, they both had them on, the Dondi shirts. They had the shirts oh, on. Oh, they're so funny. Then they gave us the, uh, the original artwork. Oh, great. And then, you know, but really, it was also like they wrote a very nice heartfelt card. Yeah. Nikki wrote a very nice heartfelt card to us, which was just, you know, basically saying what our movies meant to her through some tough times that yeah. she'd had. And you read these things and it's like, God, it's it's just it's so nice. It's nice. That's the that's the the benefit of going out and doing these shows. Yeah. Is that you go out and meet the people uh and you know, people have different stories. Nikki had a nice great a very nice card, very nice thing to say. Very nice thing. And then so like very I, humbling. I, I posted them on, on Twitter and, and Instagram and but then I started thinking about other fans. Like I started thinking about Emily and Nathan Eckes, okay, who had done the original Dondi shirts. Sure, they did Dondi shirts too. Yeah, over and, in uh, and we saw them in Glens Falls. Yeah, right. And yep. then I I saw them again in Burlington. Right, I, I partied with them and Josuau Apakazis. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's just like it really is nice to meet the fans. And I it's love nice. it when Chew Crew shows up. And you don't have to be Chew Crew for us to be nice to you either. Right. Like we, we see all those people. Well, we've had some awesome Chew Crew this this weekend. Yeah, we've had a lot of Chew Crew here. That's um, so good. So anyway, so uh, that's that's what's nice. It's nice. We and and also like we meet uh, people who helped crowdfund the movie. We oh met, yeah, you know a guy who who got one of the extra packages. Oh yeah, right. And, and who, he was there as one of the extras at the thing. Yeah, he came to the Thursday night show. He I, he didn't tell us his name, but you know it's just you t- you're talking to people who literally yeah made Super Troopers. For those guys, it's nice to say, hey, the movie came out great. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you can say that to them with confidence. Yeah, that they're gonna love the movie. Yes, we just watched it. We did. 
Lemmy and I went and did a, we joined Jay and we did a little quality control check on the final product. Yeah, and so for you know for the people, uh, the quality control check in this case it was about sound. Yeah, and uh, and it's a it's a really cool tinkering process. You go and you listen. You're like, hey, there's that one thing I can't really hear that very well. Yeah, can or we missing that sound effect or yeah? And there's a lot of different tracks and and it's like literally there's a guy in the sound who can take like. A line of dialogue that's happening in the background and just lift it up, or yeah. like you're like, I need to hear more birds and chirping in this scene. Right. And they fuck it, they bring that up, you know, and like, right. This is a cool process. Yeah, and um, and uh, so we did that, and then put the finishing touches on that. Well, whatever. It's more of like a just making sure it's okay, you know. And then you and you put the finishing touches on it. Yeah, and uh, and then it's done. So it's done. But what the nice thing was that. Uh, it's been a couple of months. Well, not a couple of months. Maybe like six weeks since we. Went and did the final mix. Yeah. So I haven't seen the movie in a good six or weeks or so. Yeah. And we just sat there and watched it start to finish. Yeah. And had a great time. I found myself laughing out loud at a yeah. few things. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've seen we've seen the movie a lot, and we wrote the movie, and we yeah. acted in the movie. So like, there are you know very few things that surprise us. But that's I, I always love watching our guest actors. Yeah. You know, in, in this case, the uh, you know Sasso and 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 uh, the and Hayes yeah. and. and and uh, and and Tyler and and um, and Rob Lowe and Emmanuel Shriek. Like yeah. those. I mean, you get such good laughs. I even think I laughed at some of the stuff what? you did too, Kev. That's crazy. How could you possibly do that? Well, it, what's nice for you though, also, is I don't think you've ever seen. You ever saw the final sound and the final music? All the Eagles of Death Metal music is in there. Yeah, and it's that's all mixed great. in. And it's that's all good. great. Yeah. So that's the first time you saw that. I think that is. You never yeah, seen you're that right, with the sound. I've, I've I had heard the music. Yeah. But I hadn't seen the it. The scoring and the songs and the you, you never saw a, a mixed. I don't think I did. No. I don't think I did. Still holds up, right, bro? Oh, it's delightful. It's gonna be good. It's delightful. I just want to get it out there to everybody. I know the weight is killing me. It is. It is. It's killing me. And um, you know, look. Let's just remind everybody one thing. What I did was bad. I did a very <laughs> bad thing. I will never do it again. I shan't ever do it again. But there is a truth. Which is that people are seeing the teaser now, and it's out there, and everybody knows it's April 20th, and had I not foolishly leaked that information, yeah, the world still would not know and would not have seen anything. Right. But now they do. Now yeah. we can share our, doesn't, tra- our teaser trailer with the Kansas City audience. Doesn't justify my fun. irresponsibility. You're right. You're doesn't right. justify it. Um, but Kansas City. Yeah. Here we are. Kansas City. Right? We're having a great time. I love it. I love it. And, but, and it's also like, you know, I was saying, like, the euphoria... I feel like all this stuff is happening. Like, uh, like suddenly I'm enjoying coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas City has made you enjoy coffee. Well, it started. It started with the trip uh, to Kansas City. Like, okay, you know, we bitch about this all the time. Yeah. In, in this case, we we woke up like I was up at like five thirty in the morning. We you know we had like a six thirty flight. Yep. Then we got here, and I hadn't really slept on the airplane. I needed a coffee. And I got one of those like the bottle of Starbucks vanilla okay, like frappuccino, a, like a cold coffee, a cold coffee. Right. And I was drinking. I was like, "This is delicious," mm-hmm. and it reminded me of the mocha cake I used to have as a child. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. from Dumas, well, from the Dumas Bakery. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking loved that cake. And so now you can't get enough of these frappuccinos, these frozen frappuccinos. No, because I got one in the airport. Yeah, remember when we landed? And let's be, let's say this: we are neither of us are coffee guys, which is maybe unusual, like because we go to places and we'll do these morning shit, whatever. Be like, can you get coffee, coffee, coffee. And both of us like, no. Yeah. No, neither of us are coffee drinkers. Not a coffee guy. Yeah. I don't dislike coffee. I just don't drink. I'm not, you know, there are those who are addicted to coffee. Yeah. I try not to be addicted to anything. Yeah, no. I'm and uh, except love, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, and comedy, right. baby. Right, man? And, and, and right. Steve Levy, too. laughter. Right now, not so much Steve Levy. Oh, come on, Kev. I'm addicted right. to you, yeah. bro. Okay. All right. Great. Weird. You know what, <laughs> Kev? Uh, I, I, I was talking to somebody who was telling me about uh, there's a podcast out there where it's two friends. Yeah. Uh, two men. Yeah. And they talk about emotional issues. Oh, really? And their podcast is, uh, I, I can't remember the name of it, but their okay. podcast is, is getting a lot of attention because it's two dudes talking about emotional things. Okay. And it's, I, I see even the expression on your face is you're puzzled. You're yeah. bewildered. What is an emotional thing? Well, I was What's thinking, emotion? I'm I was really thinking about that. that. I'm like, you know, Kevin, what I know about Kevin is he's got two emotions. <laughs> Happiness and anger. Right. And, <laughs> and everything else. In between. There's nothing what about else. more like a docile kind of uh, uninterested? Uh, that only that... comes, I've only seen that uh, on Thanksgiving at about 8 p.m. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. And, All right. Uh, you don't think I could handle an emotional topic uh, podcast? 
You know, listen, I'll be honest. I've seen you emotional, Kevin. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about Don Mattingly. Like, <laughs> like I've seen you a couple times. Like, you and I have, have had some serious conversations in our life. Like, a couple. Okay. But, uh, like, anger ones, or are you talking about... <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, some anger. I mean, we've, we've seen some angry shit. Sure. But, uh, sure. you know, I've seen you a, a couple of times. Sure. When you've opened up that fucking stone heart of yours. Right. Cracked open that hunk of coal in my chest. Yeah. Let some emotion pour out. A little, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Don't get used to it, bro. Uh, you know, whatever. I could, I could probably could do a podcast like that if I had to. Sure. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> listen. I'm addicted to you, Kev. Okay. You complete me. Okay. I don't know how to quit you. All the movie okay. cliches. Okay. Um, but coffee... Okay. So, like, you know, then I well, Are you becoming, like, a coffee guy now, or are you going to be, like, a coffee... Because uh, here's what I don't like. Yeah. I don't like coffee snobs. No. I don't like the coffee snob in the world. No, I don't like coffee snobs, yeah. and I certainly don't like people who are addicted to shit, and, like, specifically, we've talked about it, like, the coffee addiction, like, you know, like, the coffee mug that says, don't talk, don't talk to me until here, and there's a line on the coffee <laughs> mug, and you're like, fuck you. I'll fucking talk to you right sure. now. Sure. Um, but, like, I, I had... I, I then... <clears throat> on Friday when we were doing the morning press. Yeah. Like we were up at 6 a.m. again, which is 4 a.m. L.A. time. I was yeah. really tired. You know, in the hotel, we've got those vanilla frappuccinos. Yeah, right, right, right. In the, the start, in the... I, I popped one off and that lifted me right off. Really? It's like, it's like a kick to the nuts. Oh, man. In a good way. It's a gateway drug, bro. Oh, my God. I know. Don't I know it? Believe next, me. I'm next is going to be opioids for you. I'm keeping... <laughs> there, I'm going to go right to heroin? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. How crazy would that be? I bet there's a high correlate, but like... I just had a coffee. And sure. Listen to how fucking jacked sure, up I am. Sure, you're jacked up. You're feeling good. It's like drinking a Red Bull. I mean, it's amazing. Right. This shit is amazing. Yeah. Holy shit. Coffee's amazing. Who, who discovered this shit? This shit is dope. I think you'll be drinking it for a while now. Fuck. Well, that's the. I mean, you know, I, I'm, now I'm. Is your wife a coffee drinker? Yeah. Okay. She goes uh, General Foods International Coffee. <laughs> okay. okay. I think she does Cafe Vienna. Okay. And that shit's delicious. Okay. Every now and then I'll be like, you know, hey, honey. Um, could I? Could you make me a coffee? She's like, "Oh yeah, motherfucker, let's do it." <laughs> you know, and then she'll she'll make me a coffee. You want some motherfucking booze in it or what? No, no, she doesn't. I don't know if you remember this, but like, you remember when she she and I first started dating, which yeah. was like nine or ten years ago. Yeah, Whoa, time flies. And so, like, she was doing her rotations, you know, because she was getting her her PhD, right, right, in pharmacology, and so right. she, she would do. Uh, what was it? Five She'd weeks. She get on. a PhD in motherfuckery. Yeah, in fucking <laughs> knife cuttery, in throat slittery. That's stupid. Okay. Whatever. When she moved out, I, I don't remember what it was, but we yeah. used to have the broken lizard sessions at our house. Right. And she would always like walk around in her bikini and like make us Cuban coffee. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Those things were fucking. Delicious, they were good, and they would they were lift good. you up. Just a little sip, a little sip, uh, like a three three thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. Get you going. And those things are like you. Like such a tight pour and like a little espresso cup, like you can cry more than <laughs> right, there is coffee right, in this cup. Right, right. And like you take a sip of that, it's tasty and it'll fucking wake you up. Yeah. Okay. Give you the jitters. Anyway. Okay. I like uh, frappuccino. Okay. Uh, ah, that's great. Speaking of our morning, uh, our morning press. You know what I like about Kansas City? What? That Johnny Dare. That Johnny. Dare. I like that Johnny Dare. He's a good man. Yeah, he's a good man. He's the guy who's got the local morning uh, kind of uh, radio show, yeah. the most popular radio show in Kansas City. Yeah, we've been on there about four times, I'd say. Maybe yeah, four, three, four times. Yeah, and uh, always a good time. What a nice guy he is. Yeah, always a pleasure. Great guy. When we come to Kansas City, I'm like, I'm looking forward to going to see Johnny Dare. Yeah, well, you know, it's cool because I can't remember the first time. I think the first time we did Johnny Dare was. When we were playing like that shit ass fucking bar in Kansas City, <laughs> no, it was not. It was, was it uh, before that. Yeah, because th- we should talk about that then. Like the, you know, we've had some shitty shows in Kansas City. We, not wor- this weekend, but we've had in the past. Yeah, but like that first one was at the Stanford and Sons. You know, that's right. That's exactly. And right. and that was the first time we met Johnny Dare. Yeah, which was great. We had a great time. Well, we've always gone on there, and he has us on for like an hour and a half, and we just shoot the shit. Yeah, fun. And we have a great He's a fan. Time. His people, his guys are fan. Jake over there. Yeah, They're good people. Yeah. But we did that. We did the Stanford and Son show. Yes. Which I don't even know if that sh- clubs exist anymore. It, I heard it, it shut down. I heard it shut down right now. And the reason why we were so annoyed with them is because they ripped us off. They did. And so uh, we vowed not to go back there again. So the next time we came back to Kansas City, we did a, a bar. Yeah. And it was called the Riot Room. Oh, the Riot Room. Okay. And it was a, you know, it's a bar that has bands. And I don't think that they were necessarily uh, uh, lent themselves well to comedy. Because I remember we did the show, and the show, was, for some reason, was like at 6.30 or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah. And it's a bar with the whole, like the glass, it's all glass windows. And so it was like the middle of the day, de- like the sun was still up. Yeah. And it was like st- a standing show. So it was kind of a weird, 
it was like doing a show at like four o'clock in the afternoon in the sunlight. Yeah, and which uh, I'm not as funny then. And there were only like eleven people there, <laughs> and all. And I remember, listen, I, you know, I don't mind bashing the place because they should get a fucking spark under their ass, be more professional. But like, we showed up there, and the marquee said nothing about us being there. And in fact, it was like. There were Last few, week's band or something like that, or yeah, it was like a, a couple letters hanging like sideways on the thing from like five months earlier. Yeah, and you're like, okay, these people clearly don't give a shit. Yeah, the staff, like the wait staff, they were very nice. We hung out with them afterwards, had some drinks with them, but yeah. there didn't seem to be an operation that knew how to how to run a show. Yeah, and or to get an audience or any of that kind of stuff. So yeah. it was a little bit of a shit show for us. Yeah, and then we came back again. Yeah. And went on Johnny Dare again, had a great time. But that next show was um, at the at um, in Lawrence. KU, right? Yeah, KU. And it was uh, in Lawrence, Kansas. Mm-hmm. And we were excited because it was going to be a college show. But then no one put together the fact that they scheduled the show like the same night as graduation yeah. weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was graduation weekend. <laughs> Which everyone is there, but everyone is there for a reason. And it's not to go to a comedy show. Yeah. Who the fuck's going to a comedy show at a club? On the day of graduation, yeah, at this at the gigantic university, yeah. Well, and this was this was not a club. This is in a theater. <laughs> it wasn't a theater. We were in a theater, and I think it was a movie theater that had been renovated into like a a performance theater. Yeah, and um, I would say there were twenty five people there, and like <laughs> I would say maybe I would say maybe forty five people. Okay, there. fair enough, Kev. That's that's good. <laughs> But how big was the room total? Was probably like three hundred. Yeah, at least. And it was like the kind of place where maybe like, five hundred. Uh, yeah, beautiful theater, great theater, like an old beautiful theater. Ornate. I think it was called Liberty Hall, maybe or Liberty Theater, something like that. Could be. Uh, it was beautiful, but it was so quiet and so empty that, like, right. you could literally hear yourself the stage creaking. Right, everyone could hear the stage creaking as you walked sure. across it. But somebody should have put that together. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like when we get shows. Like, people try to book shows for us, like, on Super Bowl Sunday, right? Yeah. And you're like, no fucking way. Yeah. I'm not going to do a comedy show on Super Bowl Sunday, because who the fuck's going to come to it? Everyone's at a party for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? It's like that. It's like, who's going to come to your show on graduation day yeah. in, at the get KU? <laughs> yeah, but I think what, they, what the thinking was, was that they felt like they had nothing booked. Yeah. And they were looking for something to Some be counter-programming. Counter yeah, yeah, yeah. And they thought we would be <laughs> strong enough to draw the college crowd. I guess, but on graduation day or whatever? There was a gross miscalculation. Fucking ridiculous. There was a gross miscalculation. Uh, whatever. That's but okay. That's but okay. It, like, the Riot Room at that moment in time was a legendarily horrible show for us. We were like, that sucked. <laughs> Shit. And the Lawrence, Kansas one, unfortunately, rivals it in terms of like... Because, you know, like True Crew, there's something really painful about like... Walking into a place, you're going to do a show, and you're like, "How are we looking?" They're like, "Not good." <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, what are we looking like? How many?" It happens everyone, but it did. It happens, you know. But then, like, then you look out there, and you're like, "Holy fucking shit!" There is literally no one out. I know. There. You know, the funny thing is that there are a few folks from that Lawrence Kansas show who came to the shows this weekend. Yeah, which I love that because at least they they're like, "Oh, okay, we're in a room with like 300 people now." You know? What I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. No, I mean that was great. Like we had uh, there was a dude on Thursday night who was sitting front row. Yeah. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, I was at that show. Yeah, he and his wife. Yeah. And, uh, you know, those, I mean, I love it when people are at those legendary shows. Yeah. You know, it's like when uh, we were talking to, to Alex Schaefer yeah. from Win Win, and he yeah. was saying how he was at that improv show, the teen tour. <laughs> right. When I was talking about jerking <laughs> right, off for right. 30 minutes. <laughs> that embarrassing show. Yeah. But I, I always, because there are, you always, we do meet people who are at these terrible legendary shows. Sure. Us. But a lot of times they don't care. I mean, they're 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 excited to come and have have a couple of laughs. And whether there's you know twenty five people or you know two hundred fifty people, they still laugh. Yeah, you know what I mean. They still have a good time. Yeah, it just you feel like oh shit, I wish I could have provided a better atmosphere here. Well, it's like it's hard to like first the the uh, the initial feeling is you feel like a failure <laughs> and you feel like a loser. We do, you know, you're right. like God, right? Maybe. Maybe it's time to retire. Yeah, you know, and then but then you still have to go out there and put on a good show, right? And you should because those people, the people who are there, you can't they pay their money and they want to they want to penalize them. That's right. But I always wonder if they're looking at us like, oh, what a bunch of fucking losers. I would like to think that they put together the fact that it was graduation weekend, or graduation yeah. day. Yeah, but sometimes you know things just aren't uh, <laughs> clear. 
<laughs> you know, when, when, when you don't have to struggle around to find an excuse to why there's only like a few people out there. True. You know, although graduation weekend, that was that's, a, that's not so much of an excuse. It's a reality. It was real. And, you know, the nice thing is this weekend, good shows, good crowds, good audiences, good fun. Absolutely. Except right. yeah. uh, Thursday night. The Kansas City Chiefs were playing Thursday oh, night football. Oh, fuck, that's another one, too. It's a big Chiefs night. And we did get hit Thursday night. We definitely did. And you know what? That's not an excuse because even the club called us up and we're like, uh, you guys want to shift this show to a different day because actually the Chiefs are playing on Thursday yeah, night football? A, a month in advance. Yeah, at like, the exact hey. same time as your show. And in Kansas City, they love the fucking Chiefs. Yeah, we're going to get hit hard by that. And uh, it doesn't matter if I look like Andy Reid or not. Yeah, right? which you do. <laughs> they still like the Chiefs and they'll go see that show. And we're like, you know what? Let's. Um, we can't schedule a different day because of whatever our our schedules. And they're like, "All right, well then let's just keep Thursday night. We'll see what happens." Yeah, know? and it ended up being a good crowd, but it definitely was uh, uh, going to be the smallest crowd of the weekend. Yeah, because of that situation. And by the way, that Chiefs game was a what a game, crazy, what a crazy game. game. It was a crazy game, and it's yeah. funny because so like you and I and then all of them who stayed home from our show to watch it, they got fucked because they lost. The Chiefs lost. That's them. right. So let's let's just be clear here, everybody, especially you Kansas City folks. If you don't come to our show, it's going to bring you bad luck. Do you understand that? You're going to get bad luck, and that's what luck. happens. Uh, here are some things that I like about this Kansas City show, though. Okay. Uh, your microphone. Oh, man. My microphone is terrific. I've got – so for the people who have been in the show, you know this – I've got a solid gold microphone on it. Yeah, uh, you know, when you do, you go to these clubs, and, you know, sometimes some mic, some comedians, some bands, they'll bring, obviously, their own microphones. Yeah. You know, some comedians will bring their own microphone because they don't want to use the same microphone as 20 other guys use, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, sometimes you get a gross microphone every once in a while. But um, And by gross, you mean it smells like yeah, somebody's it's breath. it's like somebody else's breath. Yeah. <laughs> but... The nice thing is sometimes you'll get like a crazy microphone and you got the crazy microphone. Oh, man. It was, it's such a surprise. Like you, I went to reach for it and it was like, holy shit, it's solid gold. Yeah. Look at this thing. Yeah. It's like Whitney Houston's microphone. I mean, you know, it's like this is like, like from one of Mariah Carey's like early days, you know, from like the, the glitter soundtrack. Sure. It's like a sparkling gold microphone. It's fantastic. But why don't you get a microphone like that and have that be your microphone carried around? I'm going to. Because here's the, another thing, you know, like um, speaking about like the used mic that smells like the guy's breath. Yeah. I mean, there are times where like the, the opener has been out there. Yeah. Using the mic and you get out there and you can <clears throat> smell that it's fresh breath. <laughs> you know, like you're like, that's yeah. not stale breath. That's a freshly sure. applied coat of breath. That's a freshly stinky stand up comic breath. Yeah. Yeah. That's some flop sweat breath. Yeah, maybe it's got coffee and cigarettes. Yeah, breath. it's a nervous opener breath <laughs> right there. And there and there it is. And it stinks. And you're like, oof. Because sometimes like your your lips will brush up against it. Sure. Or your nose doesn't. Or if you're me, you just hold it against your mouth the whole time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the next guy, you know. Uh, That's why I have dedicated microphones for us in this podcast, let me. Yeah. So do you, this is my mic? That is your microphone. How do you know this is my mic? Because mine has a K on it. Okay. I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for you, Kevin. Because my name's Kevin. Oh, you know what? Then I'm going to get a gold mic yeah. that I bring for the podcast, and I'll take with me. I was thinking also you could – I bet they make them. You could make like a dick-shaped microphone. That would be a funny. If you were the comic with the dick-shaped microphone. Mm. Well <laughs> – Oh, he's that guy. He's got, he talks into the dick. He's yeah. That guy. In fact, the new special is called Talking to the Dick. Right. That would be funny. Yeah, it would be. I feel like microphones are already shaped like dicks. I know. That's my point. Why, yeah. not, go the, why not go the next step? Just make it a head. Make it flesh-colored. With some veins. Yeah. Would you go veins and balls? Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? No, I don't think you do balls. But balls Just the shaft. The balls could stabilize it in your hand, though. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need the balls. <laughs> no, but you know the balls also, like, you know what you could do with the balls? It'd be like having your own personal mic stand. Like, you could put it down on the table. Right. And it would just stay erect, upright. Sure. I got one of those already. I know. So Kevin's got a new tripod for our uh, portable. I bought one of those mini tripods for our, for our portable podcast. Or device. Uh, recorder. He's really Look how nice it is. This is the maiden voyage of your tripod. It really is. It's, it's working well so far. Yeah, sure is. Um, okay, another thing that, that's good about this uh, Ken show. Mm -hmm. The drink aid. Oh, man. The drink aid. Dude. Is that what it's called? The drink aid. Is that what it's called? I think so. Okay. If, if not, it sh they should just change it. So that. at this club at the Improv in Kansas City, they're attached next door is a big bar. Yeah. And it's one of those arcade bars, one of those barcades. Yeah. Where they have the bar, and they also have, like, all the 80s stand-up arcade games. Yeah. You know, the kitschy kind of uh, draw of playing, like, you know, Pac-Man and Pac-Man and Joust and... Yeah. You, you zipped in there for a quick... Uh, I've been there a few times. 
during my sets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, on Thursday night, I went over there, and there was nobody in there. Yeah. And uh, I went, and, like, they have a bunch of games with, like, free plays on them. Like, they're just credits. Yeah. I think they have, like... Is that what it is? Like, you buy a drink, and then you just get to play? Well, you know, I'm not really sure. Sh- I-, I know that when you go in there, they give you a ticket, but, like, there are a few games that just have credits. Okay. That are free play video games. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is great. And so I played, you know, a bunch of different video games, including Junior Pac-Man. Yeah. Got the high score. Way to go, bro. Naturally. What do you get for that when you get the high score over there? Fuck. Uh, feeling uh, a sense of <laughs> satisfaction. <laughs> what do you put in when you get L-E-M? Yeah. Lem. Okay. Lem. Okay, yeah. got it. <laughs> Lem. By the way, back back in the 80s, yeah. Lem was famous around town. Really? People like, Where, around oh, New York City? Lem was here. Oh, man. Up, up, Upper East Side, Upper West Side? What was it? The whole city, bitch. Uh, like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? From the Upper East Side to the down fucking to Statue Square. of Liberty, bro. Dude, the whole that's, thing from, that's, I love from that Coney shit. up to the Bronx. Okay. Like right. the Warriors, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Keep joysticking, players, because Lem is in town. Okay. And he's setting high scores all up and down the island. Yeah. Okay. So, so, the, uh, so I, I actually went, I was actually a little rude to a fan. Oh, while you were playing? Well, what well, happened? I don't want to fuck with the joystick while he's playing his games. Well, what, well here's what happened. Is that like, okay. um, you know, during our second show, we'd had our first show. Yep. And during our second show, our green room was inexplicably uh, bustling with people. <laughs> there, there were some guests floating around there. Yes. Yeah, some uninvited guests yep. floating around the, uh, the green room. Okay. And they were inexplicably sitting in all the comfortable seats. <laughs> Even though I came off stage, <laughs> right. you know, and I'm even though you're the fucking headliner, I'm the headliner, and right. I walked in there, and it's like right. nobody even like said, "Hey, with the Yankees game on TV." Sure, sure, we'll get to that. Sure, and so you know, look at this point, the Yankees were starting to lose. Yeah, and so I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go play. I'm gonna go over there to the drinkade, the drinkade, and play some video games." And so, like, I walked into the drinkade, and there was a, a table of people, yeah, who had been at the first show, right. And we'd, you know, we'd done the meet and greet. Super nice fans. Super nice. We yeah. hung out with them and everything yep. like that. And they were but drinking. They were drinking. They were hanging out. But, you know, I walked by them. They didn't see me. Yeah. And I walked and I went to play video games. I wanted to play some video games. Yeah. You love video games. For those who don't know, Lemmy loves video games. Yeah. But so they saw me, though, like right. walking by. I could hear them say, like, hey, there, there was Steve. <laughs> and so and you're like, busted. I went and I, and I, I got Because this is like walking into your childhood, right? Walking down a row of, of, you know, 80s video games. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Look at that. It's a fucking, there's Dig Dug and Burger Time. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, and All right. So you tucked into what? What game did you play? Junior Pac-Man. Junior Pac-Man. Okay. Yeah. And what's the distinction of that versus real Pac-Man? Junior Pac-Man's got a scrolling board got it okay so you can move so like when you go to the right like the screen it goes. starts rolling got it's a right. wide smart. board smart and um and so i started playing and like 30 seconds into it a dude came over one of the guys i didn't know who it was yeah but it was like you didn't really think you could uh sneak by with and uh and and be here without getting bothered by somebody did you right and i said i was hoping to <laughs> and uh, without looking up as i was playing sure. and it was just like sure and then he was like, oh. And that was like a fuck off. And he of. walked away. <laughs> and I was like. And I, you were the dick from King of Kong or whatever. The I, Donkey Kong dick. Billy Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I All was of like, a sudden. I kind of slammed the door on that dude and I feel yeah. bad. I, but like, Did you, you know, think about, hey, going and ask him to join and play two men? You're like, hey, 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 come back. Hey, dude, you want my, my second player or what, bro? It's like the old Mean Joe Green uh, commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, right. Hey, kid. Yeah. Throws the, the jersey at him. Yeah. Come join my game. Come here. You want to be player two? Fuck it. You can be player one. But you didn't. No, hell not. And no. did you get the high score? Yeah, I got the high score. Okay. And my, you know, my first man, I beat the high score. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, don't come talk to Joystick while he's focused on some pack. <laughs> right. Okay? I mean, because right. look, right. there are a lot of video games out there with just buttons or some, you know, like some trackballs and everything. Sure. But when Joystick is holding a, a joystick, joystick. Yeah, fuck yeah. Don't fucking come near Joystick unless you're going to stand over his shoulder and watch the game and honor him. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. Bow down to Joystick. Yeah, like Joystick, here's what Joystick likes, is when Joystick looks up in the reflection mm-hmm. of the, the video game console and sees a crowd of people behind him. Especially beautiful women. Yeah, well, that goes without <laughs> saying. That's what I'm talking about. But that's, looking at his play. Yeah, that's, how, that's when Joystick really turns it on. Did you run into any problems of timing in the sense that you had to come on the stage when my set was done, but you're still playing your game or whatever? Or? Uh, no, I, I made sure, Kev. You know, I'm a responsible partner. Okay. okay. And, uh, and look, let's be honest here. We've both had those times... Yeah, each of us has been on stage when the other has fr- has not That's been true. there. That's true. To come to come on, yeah. and it's not the best feeling in the world. It's not the best feeling in the world. It's like because you have your outline, 
Yeah. And your outline is supposed to be a pretty good laugh. Yeah. And you don't want that laugh to die right. down right. because then you're, you don't have anything else going on. Yeah. And um, I remember being in Tampa. We were in Tampa at the Tampa Improv. Yeah. And I finished my set and I f- did the last joke. And that's when Lemmy's supposed to come back on. Yeah. And I was like, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Lemmy. And then nothing, nothing, nothing. And I look over, and you're standing there in the room. Yeah. But you're gabbing to somebody. I was with the opener. Yeah, you're just gabbing we to somebody. We were riffing and now laughing. Now you're fucking paying attention. So. I was just I'm calling you on stage. Laughing. Calling you on stage. Yeah, couldn't hear it. I was like, let, let me, let me. We were riffing our asses off. Well, and then we were at uh, Charlie Goodnights in Raleigh Durham right. uh, on Halloween weekend with Broken Lizard. Broken Lizard show. And, uh, and I was ill. Right. I was very sick. Sure. And I got uh, done with my routine. Yeah. And uh, I believe Susan Boyle was supposed to uh, join <laughs> right. me on stage, but sure. Susan Boyle was nowhere to be found. Sure. But to my credit, okay, number one, the green room is upstairs and separated, right? This one is already falling into the number two are like assholes category. You went considerably shorter, maybe because you were feeling sick. I was ill. But you went considerably shorter. So the timing of it all. Excuses are like <laughs> assholes, Kev. Everybody's got one. True. And they're all shitty. True. Yeah. But at least the video games didn't. Make okay, you but late. so so no. So I like I go back there and I look at what time. I know how long you're going. Yeah. And I and I have my timer going. Okay. With a cushion too, so I'm like. Okay, just in case I. Yeah. I'm zipping. But it is funny because like while I was playing Junior Pac-Man, in my mind I'm like, what if something happens? Like, you never know when like your partner might need you. Sure. Have a heart attack. Something could happen. <laughs> something could happen. Too much barbecue. You know. And uh, <laughs> so it's not like that. That's kind of like. It's playing, you know, Junior Pac-Man with a little, like, a cloud hanging over your head. Sure. Um, but, you know, I played my game. I got the high score. And then I had time. And then uh, I was trying to walk out. And then the, the, that table corralled me. Right. Shots? No shots. But they want, you know, to take some pictures, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. And then the guy was like, man, you really kicked my ass when I came. I was like, oh, that was you? And he's like, yeah. He's like, but it was perfect. I deserved it. I deserved it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, no, you didn't deserve it. I, I, I was rude. I just was on a mission. He's, he's like, no, you want to play some, some Pac-Man, and, and uh, I was bothering you. So. I get that. I hear you. I hear you, dog. Yeah. Uh, you know what, though? Here, just going back to my yeah. e- euphoria thing. Yeah. With the, you know, I got the coffee, and I got the whole, like, the, the meats and all that shit. Yeah. Um, and, and the crowd also, I've developed a new, uh, a new man crush. On who? I have a new, um, a man, it's not really a man crush, but I have a newfound love for an actor, and it's okay. going to surprise you. Okay. Who, who it's going to surprise you. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Hit me. Colin Firth. <laughs> Colin Firth. Wait, a man crush on Colin Firth? It's not so much a man crush. I've just discovered yeah. that I love Colin Firth. Okay. That's like, that's like something my wife would say because she likes all those like British period piece movies and those British period piece TV shows. Mm-hmm. And um, like Colin Firth, is that, is, he's that guy, right? In all those like British period piece movies. Yeah. And I think she loves Colin Firth. Well, listen, what's not to love? Right. So here's what happened is I went and saw Kingsman 2. Right, okay. On uh, Tuesday night. Okay. Date night with my wife. Yeah. And, uh, good, good? Uh, well, let me... Yes, it's okay. good. Okay, I enjoyed good. it. I like, love the first one. I love I loved the first one, and I love Matthew Vaughn, who, he, you know, the kick-ass That's movies. right, yeah, the director. And uh, I love that style. And, uh, you know, in general with, like, superhero movies, and yeah. I, I, you know, Kingsman is not that, but, like, I always love the origin story the most. Yeah. So like you know even like with like the original Spider-Man series I loved it with Tobey Maguire I loved that but yeah. like I always loved the first one because you know it's like it's the fantasy it's the kid right. who becomes pulling a you into the world and yeah yeah so like uh, so I love I loved Kingsman the original one so yeah, much me too it's just fucking cool so this one so the second one is always competing with that yeah and can never really match that um, but it was you know it's like Kingsman two gave me exactly what I wanted what I right. was hoping for okay um, you know it's not a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. But it has awesome action. Yeah. And a well ton done, of well actors made. that I love. Looks great. Like Jeff Bridges is in it, Pedro Pascal's in it, Channing yeah. Tatum is in it. Yeah. You know, Halle Berry's in it. Mm. Um, and then Colin Firth. Right, okay. And uh, who's in the first one? He's in the first yeah. one. And like does a great job. Well, that's the thing. It's like you know, I always associate Colin Firth with like the Jane Austens. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Sensibility. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and a bit of, and, and also or That's like, why if you ask my wife who's your favorite actor, she'd be like, Oh, Colin Firth. Yeah, and a lot of the times he's he's also like the proper one who the girl right. won't go for because she wants to fuck like uh, right the stable boy. Yeah, you know, like uh, like Lady Chatterley's <laughs> lover. Like she wants the the bad boy, and it's like he's the one who's always getting jilted and winds sure. up with like the the ugly sister. 
You know, they're like, oh, Ethel. Oh, Ethel. Well, he's asked you out, Ethel. Isn't that grand? You know, so like, um, I mean, not really. I know he, he's played the love interest. Sure, yes. But, you know, he'll be in like a, like a Bridget Jones diary. He's the one sure. who doesn't get Bridget Jones. Sure. Or like... Uh, who she should go for. Love Actually. Like yeah. those kind of movies. And he does. Right. It's like he should. But he's, <laughs> he's Mr. Right, but he's just too much of a puss. Sure. Right. You know, so like... But then, you know, it's like you watch him in Kingsman. You're like, God, he's fucking funny, this dude. Yeah. Like, he's got awesome timing. Right. And then, and then they, did a, professional. they did a CGI thing where they, they showed him young again. I was like... Okay. Like Kurt Russell in uh, Guardians well, 2? Let's not say that, because Kurt Russell in that <laughs> CGI scene is spectacular. <laughs> and it just reminds you how, like... I mean, Kurt Russell... I never had a problem with Kurt Russell. Like, that dude's sure. dope. Sure. Always. Young, and in young all Kurt incarnations. Super dope. All ages. All incarnations. Yeah. Kurt Russell. Great. So, but then, you know, Colin Frisch shows up, and then I was like, you know what? Yeah. He's not as much of a knob as I, as I thought he was. <laughs> You know, like I saw him in like Notting Hill, and he's like, uh, sure. you know, I don't even know if he's in that <laughs> sure. movie. The like Pieces of April, sure, you know, sure. But there, he, four weddings and a funeral. Yeah, there, you right. know, there he, but there he is, <laughs> there he is, and I'm like, holy shit, you know what? And then I started thinking about, it. I'm like, you know, I was talking to you about it, like the British version of the movie Fever Pitch. Yeah, it's him and another actor that we both love, Mark Strong, Mark Strong who's also him. in Kingsman. Love him, and they're young and they're fucking hysterical. They have hair. They're real <laughs> dudes, and I just, I don't know. I was like, you know what? God damn it. I'm sorry, Colin Firth, for doubting you. Okay. And you're awesome. So now it's Coffee and Colin Firth. Yeah, and by the way, that's going to be shit. my new podcast. Coffee and Colin Firth. Coffee and Colin Firth. Uh, you're talking about your favorite coffees and your favorite Colin Firth movies? Yeah, I think so. Be? And there's a lot of them. I might um, I might bow out of that one. Fine. You know what? <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'll you get, might uh, want to go find another partner. Yeah. You know, Actually, my wife would be a good podcast partner for that. She likes coffee. And she loves Colin Firth. Well, and here's... Uh, I was thinking about your wife last night. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. okay. So, like, uh, getting in bed... Yeah. I, uh, oh, weird. Okay. Uh, no, no. Yeah. Don't worry about this. Sue, okay. I hope you're listening, because okay. I'm talking to you right now. Okay. And I turned on the TV set, and it was like... It was a teaser. Yeah. What uh, what station is Outlander on? Is that, like, Stars or something? Like yeah, that? I think it's on Stars. Or, like, Showtime. Yeah. It's one of those or Cinemax two. or whatever. But it was, like, a teaser trailer for, for, like, all their shows, and Outlander was one of them. Right. And then there were a couple of other ones, but it was, like... I was like, holy shit. All this teaser is doing, yeah. like the, the arc, the spine of this montage of their different shows was about how f- much fucking there is in all, explicit <laughs> fucking there is in, in all our shows. shows. There's a lot of fucking. Yeah, and I was like, I know your wife is wit. She likes Outlander. She, right. Well, but then I was like, I was watching this thing, and I was like, every clip from Outlander yeah. was like the Dude, like fucking things, you know, like, like what do you mean things? Like a sheep? Like no, a, like all women, but like, but it might have well have been sheep. It was like he's like, like there was some standing up fucking, like fucking on like a stone slab, right? And like you right. know, like and lay, like laying, you know, and like with like the legs far apart. You're like Jesus <laughs> Christ! And you're like, I might watch Outlander. <laughs> like that, I know I've decided in a non in a non chauvinistic way that women really love erotica. Okay. I think women love erotica and soft pornography. Okay. Anyway, so like those like those Fabio novels or something. Well, you know, it's like <laughs> isn't that what that is? Uh, I mean, like that's where Fabio became famous, right? Yeah, on being the, the cover of those of those things. But you know, it's like Fifty things. Shades of Grey is one of sure. those things. A phenomenon, phenomenon. Yeah, my wife didn't like that. She didn't because that was a little too too dirty. No, it has to be set in a period piece for her to okay, enjoy. Okay, so it. it's gotta be like the eighteen hundreds or seventeen hundreds. Exactly. Okay, so like Outlander, like he, that slab, that stone slab I'm talking about is in a castle. Yeah, probably. Like I, I'm going to watch that Outlander. I think. Okay, check it out. Anyway, I love Colin Firth. This is like my whole awakening. This is here. we're coming back to Colin Firth. This is my whole awakening. Colin Firth and coffee. Coffee and Colin, baby. Jesus. Okay. Um. Uh, you're, okay. You're Colin for the man. You crush. know what else? You know what else? I've I've been doing lately. That, yeah. Uh, we've we've been on the road. Is um I've been lifting weights again. Really? Yeah. You Why? Know. I mean, I'm not I'm not opposed. I, I'd like to start doing that myself. Mm-hmm. How's your pump, bro? Uh, today my pump was pretty good. <laughs> you know, I like did some Roman chairs and I could really feel my glutes uh, really pumped up. Okay. And, and then I was doing some triceps and like I came out of it, I felt like a beast. Really, I need someone to kick my ass because I, you know, every day I'll I'll get a little I get exercise in, but it's not like well, we hardcore. Were, you know, we were talking about uh, K Flash or the trainer that you and I had back. You know, in beer fest days and slam and salmon days. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. And uh, when we were really serious even, about being healthy. Yeah, and. Um, <laughs> You know, K Flash. We were joking about this. K Flash is uh, is an African American man. Yes, and 
he used to rag on us about our taste in music. <laughs> he did. Well, because what happens is you'd put your music on. So I put like my workout mix on. Yeah, which is the same as your pool mix. Right. And you're just. But like mix. as soon as you have like, uh, you know, Tom Petty, R.I.P. Uh, uh, there's other kind of white guy music. That's just pure white guy music. Yeah. And when when he heard it, he'd be like, what is this? And you're like, this is Tom Petty, bro. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's right. He like, But then he'd make fun. Like, Leonard Skinner would come on. He'd, <laughs> right, he'd do-si-do right. around what and make fun this? of us. And I, I enjoyed that. And those. then I remember when, uh, I remember when the, um, the Stevie Ray Vaughan uh, version of Superstitious came on. Yeah. Uh, and then you'd be like, what is this? Yeah. Who's singing the Stevie Wonder song? Yeah. I'm like, oh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. He goes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, was, I was enjoying those memories of him, of him ragging on us. Yeah. Um, but so I've been, I've been uh, lifting weights again, Kevin. Okay. And, and have you gotten noticeably bigger yet or what? Uh, no. Okay. No, but uh, I feel big. You know, like you lift weights one time, you feel like Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like right now, my, my triceps, they're barking. Right. Um, you mentioned before uh, watching the Yankee game. Yo. Oh, man. Oh, man. Now, here's the deal. Like, today's Saturday. Yeah. And today is game seven. Yeah. So we don't know. I mean, when this podcast when this comes, pod out. comes out, it'll be all be over. Yeah. Uh, uh, the ALCS will be over. We don't know if the Yankees will have won or lost. Right. Um, they might be in the World Series or they might be done as you listen to this. Right. Um, but it's been a great ride. A great ride, which is fun because we talked about it before about our, our Yankees being back in the playoffs. Yeah. They got rid of the number one seed. Yeah. And now they're on the verge of getting rid of the number two seed. In the, they got rid of the number so one seed a good in season. stunning fashion. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're, they're in Houston. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they, they're, they're by the, the two toughest pitchers, Keuchel and Verlander. Right. Now you got Charlie Morton going tonight. Yeah. So who the fuck knows? But so last night in the, in the thing, it was like right. we were, for some reason, there were a bunch of randos allowed in the green room, and they were all sitting in our chairs. And sure, it was while like, the game was going on. The game is on. I just wanted to watch the goddamn game. Yeah. And I wasn't happy because the Yankees were, were losing I know at it. a certain point in time. But that's the annoying thing about those games being on while we're doing shows. Like, you'll go out and do your set. Yeah. And then you'll come back like 45 minutes later, and the whole game will be changed. Yeah. Like, I left. It was nothing, nothing. I came back. It's 3 nothing. Yeah. And then I'm like, fuck. Me too. And, uh, but tonight, we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited. I think they're excited to watch that team. Yeah. And I know uh, there's a lot of Yankee haters up there, but fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Whoa. You're like, uh, you're like Eminem calling out uh, his, uh, his fans who are Trump supporters. Right. Hey, that's all right, man. I'll call them out. You're the comedy Eminem, Queen. I guess I am. So you went saying, to a game. So you're though. saying fuck everybody who's not a Yankees fan? No, no. I no, don't. No. I, hey, hey, uh, true crew. I don't. I don't agree. But with I am that. saying like I think things have changed a little bit, and like it's weird because the Yankees are the underdogs in a mm-hmm. lot of these things. Yeah, well, they're the baby bombers. Yeah, and so I think it gives it a little bit of a different disposition. But I think there's going to be a whole new wave of fandom for the New York Yankees based on these guys, the Aaron Judges, and the Gary Sanchez and the Didi Gregorius of the world. Yeah, and, and I think America is is falling in love with that right now. Well, I think it's Those funny. Underdogs. I think it's funny that they're called the baby bombers. Yeah. Because it makes him sound so adorable, but then you see Aaron Judge, who's six foot seven, yeah, and you're like, he's no baby, no, baby face though. Well, but it's like you know, like you and I <laughs> when we went to the Charlotte Knights to throw out the first pitch, yeah, like one of the guys we met was kind of like an Aaron Judge, who was yeah. like, he was like six five, yeah, big good, big six, six, and yeah, it's like yeah. you're like, okay, they're young, yeah, they're twenty two years old, but that's no baby, yeah, that dude's a monster, yeah, huge, yeah. But anyway, I let the baby bombers, and yeah, they have come farther than people thought they were, and they did yeah. knock off the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, which is great. And I think it, it's uh, they already have surpassed what their expectations were. Yeah. So this is all gravy, which yeah. is great. And I think that they, you know, it's like that you talk about, like, uh, maybe we're boring the shit out of people here, but you talk about, like, rookies versus veterans, or, you know, the kids yeah. versus the veterans, and, like, how, you know, the rookies have the nerves, and it's the veterans who've been in the situation before, but, like, these guys are quickly growing up. Oh, yeah, this is a great experience for them. Yeah. They're great. And they've been clutch. They have been, very. Um, but speaking of boring baseball, um, you went to, didn't you go to, a, you went to one of these big playoff games yeah, last I went week. To the, uh, I went to the Dodgers-Cubs game last Saturday. Right. Uh, I think there was game one. It was game one. Okay. and uh, That's a big game. It was a big game. The NLCS? But, but these are... With your Dodgers? The, these are two, <laughs> these are two, well, let's, let me just talk about the Dodgers for a second, because okay. like... In in Major League Baseball, there are a few teams that I don't like. Yeah. As a Yankees fan. Obviously, the Red Sox are yeah. fucking yeah. trash. Yeah. But um, 
Then, uh, you know, with all due respect to our Boston uh, True Crew uh, yeah. out there, sure, respectfully, the Red Sure, Boston, this is a fun uh, rivalry. Yeah, yes. yeah, we're just kidding. Yeah. But, you know, in fact, we, uh, Jay Larson, we won dinner. Jay Larson owes us dinner. Oh, that's right. Okay. So Larson, we made the bet. He was on the podcast. We made the bet of who was going to go farther this season. Yeah. And obviously the Yankees did. Yeah. So Larson's got to get us dinner. And he, he has conceded. And, Good. Uh, and, and, and dinner is coming around. But uh, so two more teams that I don't like. I don't like the Cubs. Okay. I don't and, either. And I especially don't like the Dodgers. Okay. I don't have a problem with the Dodgers. Well, the thing is, like, when I, when I was a kid, my first Yankees season was 77 sure and they played him in the world series they played him in the world series in 77 and 78 and 81 yeah and uh and i went to the world series in 77 yeah. with my dad and reggie jackson hit the home runs i was watching that game on tv and so the dodgers were my original hated team i guess so yeah but i, I never hated the dodgers like i hated the royals or the red Sox. Mm, i didn't I, and the dodgers they had you know those are kind of cool teams you know ron say and steve garvey and didn't matter those guys jaeger tommy john God, I mean, you know, it's kind of fun. Davy Lopes didn't. I didn't like Davy Lopes. His no. name was Lopez, and he spelled it Lopes. Uh, but it didn't matter. They were they were the rivals. Yeah, they okay. were like I was. I was uh, like a seven year old kid watching my Yankees take on these guys for the the championship. Right, and so I didn't like them. So I just have an, an allergy to them. Now, okay, I I, I had uh, uh, more of a renaissance with them in the sense that when the Yankees fired Joe Torre. Mm-hmm. Joe Torre went and managed the Dodgers. Sure. Implemented his system. Yes. And then when he left, Don Mattingly was the manager. Mm-hmm. And so I like all that. Yeah. I like all that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I don't, I don't just hate the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But I look forward to the Yankees playing them in the World Series. Uh-oh. Oh, fucking a. Heffernan, God damn it. We don't know if that's happening God damn it. Heffernan, you're so be, dumb. Might be too late for that. You're so, haven't, do you not learn anything from your fantasy football foibles? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Too much bullshit. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I went to, I went to that Dodgers Cubs game, and I could not have given less of a shit. <laughs> right, right. Number one, the seats were awful. What did you have? Like we were, nosebleeds? We were in the third row from the top. Oh my god! Why would you even go to that? Uh, I didn't know they were that bad when okay. I went. Like a I didn't buddy, have a t- buddy, uh, Eric Levy, right? He yeah, said, he's, he's, he, he had four free tickets. Okay, and uh, from somebody who worked for the league. Got it. And, okay, uh, and you didn't give a shit because you don't care about the team. So no, who cares? I, you just I was go going to drink time. some beers and eat some dogs. Right, and I did, and I did. Okay. I ate beers, and I, I ate, I ate beers. I might as well have eaten beers. Yeah. You ate some beers, you ate some dogs. I had three Dodger dogs. And did you pay attention to the game at all? Nah, not one fucking. Would you just yap away? I was yapping and gabbing? laughing. Yeah. Does anybody like let me shut up? I'm trying to watch the game. No, or nobody no? there gave a shit. <laughs> nobody there gave a shit. Nobody in nobody at Dodger Stadium. I mean, there are true Dodger fans, absolutely. But most of us are transplants. Sure. Yes. Um, one guy, you know, Wags. He's he's a Dodgers fan. He okay. wanted to watch the game. Yeah. And so was he telling you to shut up? Nah. He didn't care. Let me stop yapping, would you? No, we were all yapping. Because you were just eating dog. Yabby, 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 yabby. Oh, you and you know how I can. Oh, I, know. I can gab. I know. Which uh, you know, I've been I've been chuckling about that by the way on this trip. Okay. Because I, I think I have, and it, might, it must be the coffee. It might be. It could be the coffee. It might be. But I have found myself even to be excessively gabby. Oh, to, I know. To strangers. To people that I would prefer not to have that conversation You with. fucking hate. You <laughs> hate talking to strangers. Well, there's just certain situations where I'm ready to move on. Yeah. Uh, or it's like we're trying to do something else. And, yes. And like our, you just decide you're going to have some sort of conversation with them. Yeah. Like, that, uh, to, no, uh, to no benefit. <laughs> to some benefit, Kev. We're all people from the planet Earth. I, I guess so. You know, the, uh, so the first thing was on Thursday night, yeah. you and I you and I were, uh, after our show, came yep. back to the hotel. And we were in the hotel bar watching the fourth quarter. That's correct. Of the Chiefs-Raiders game. the Chiefs-Raiders game. game, yeah. And there was a dude sitting next to us yeah. who was uh, clearly a Raiders fan. Yes, And uh, he was, you know, he was a little annoying. Or at least had some Raiders on his fantasy team. Could yeah, could be, could be for sure. He was a little annoying, yeah, and just you know, really into the into the game. Yeah, but the game was a great game, great game. And so we actually started to bond a little bit. We're yeah, like, there's oh. like that communal thing when you're in a bar and the game is exciting and different and interesting, and the people around you you commune, commune with them. Yeah, you commune with them. Yeah, you commune with them. Then it turns out he was a Red Sox fan. Oh, brother, yeah. And I found myself being openly hostile towards him. <laughs> Even when he was like, you know, your Yankees are great. They're a storied franchise. I know we're not that good. You know, like right. even when he'd already given me that, <laughs> yeah. I still kept telling him how much the Red Sox suck and how sure. much I hate them and what a lame-ass organization they are. Right. And, and I, I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'm being a little hard on the guy. Yeah. Maybe being a little hard on the maybe. guy. Maybe, yeah. 
And then um, the next, so then you bolt. I had one more beer. You bolted. Yeah. You were going to do some late night snacks. Yeah. And I said I wasn't going to, but then I did. Right. Well, because you had one more beer, so you weren't going to do a snack. Yeah. I, I finished my beer, and then I went. I got a Slim Jim and a Twix ice cream bar. <laughs> right. And I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. That ice cream bar <laughs> was fucking delicious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was delicious. Oh, I know you think. I know that. And so the next, the next day, the next morning, I forget why we were talking to the girl at the front desk. Yeah. But you were trying to conduct some business with her. Right. And she was the one who had sold me the Twix at, you know, midnight. Right. She was the graveyard shift. Yeah. And uh, I started talking about the Twix bar. I know. And we had a whole conversation going. You were just staying. You had, you had begun your interaction with and her. And I just wanted to finish the interaction with her. But then she and I talked for a good few minutes about yeah. that Twix bar. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, my God, hold on. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I can't do this. I can't do all this at the same time. <laughs> and you, the look you gave me, you were like, God damn it, Lemmy. Shut up. Stop talking to her <laughs> about this Twix bar. Because you do that. You're chatty. You're yeah. a chatter. Listen, we, you know, we had a, 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 a common thing, <laughs> and I love that Twix bar. Sure. And then um, that night, yeah. Friday night, last night, we got into... I talked you into getting a Twix bar. No, you didn't talk me into getting it. You just got it. That's right. You I, took it out of the thing, and you just put it in my pocket. Yeah. You're like, you're eating this. Yeah. Because it's that good. Because it's that good. And I'm like, all right. Okay. What can, how can I argue with and that? how was it, by the way? It's delicious. It's fucking delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> the best guy in Twix ice cream bar. Pretty good. And uh, But then we got into the elevator, and two like golf-playing randos got in. Yeah, drunk guys. In the elevator, and, and I started yakking. Oh, that's what it was. That's the other thing. It was like... <laughs> You just want to be in the elevator and just get out of the elevator and not have to deal. And then you just start like, hey, blah, 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 blah. You ever had one of these Twix bars before? Well, cause they're they, delicious. They were you like, should go get one. Yeah, goddamn right. I was fucking <laughs> selling them on the goddamn And thing. the guy was so drunk he couldn't put a sentence together. He's like, oh, I'll go. Um, are you kidding? I don't know about that. <laughs> no, he was better than that. He was like, we had a good laughy conversation with him. Or I had a good laughy conversation with <laughs> right. And they got off the floor below us and didn't even miss a beat. So, like, all you had to do, like, it's not like they held up the elevator or anything. Like, we sure. had a, a five-floor conversation. They got the fuck out of the elevator. And, you know, no time was lost uh, talking to those guys. You I guess had, so. But you know how, like, like you have to expend that energy to put a fake smile on your face? Those muscles in your face you have to expend your energy with? Yeah. That's what I had to do. Yeah, you didn't like that shit. <laughs> you didn't like that. I just wanted to have a dour, sour look on my face. Yeah, which is, yeah, that's your rest Plain expression. and straight. And then, today, you and I, well, we had lunch. Yeah. And we got in the elevator at our hotel, and yeah. uh, to a mother and a daughter yeah. came and, and ran and got in the elevator with us, and the mom didn't know where to stand. Right. She was uncomfortable because we were there, and she was trying to figure out, she had a package in her hand or something. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I said, don't worry, I think you're staying in just the right spot. And she <laughs> laughed, and the daughter laughed. You even forced a laugh. Yeah. And everything like that. And then I, I was like, man, I have been talking. I've been doing what happened and hates all weekend long. He hates this shit. Just being a little chatty, chatty fucker. Yeah, but it's the fucking coffee, dude. I don't think it was the coffee. It was pre-coffee. Oh, you're right. That was pre-coffee. That was pre-coffee. This is me. That's just you. Listen, I'm just a guy. I, look, I like people, Kev. I don't mind it. I only mind it when, when you and I both know that the conversation should be over and that actually if the person, like you prefer not to be talking to them anymore, you always have like three more questions for them. I know. You always do. Listen, I know I know where you're coming from, Kev. You know, call it Just a get out. Call it a curse, call it a blessing. It's a curse for you and a blessing for me. Get Kev. in, get out. Right? You know, I just enjoy communing with the people from my planet. I hear you, bro. I hear you. Um All right, dog. Hey, listen. Um, that was just a good old-fashioned Kansas City bullshit session, wasn't it, Lemmy? Boy, we were going to do some uh, some hates, but let's do them next time. How's that sound? You want to do some hates next time? I have a good list here. Okay. Chew Crew, uh, thanks for coming out to Kansas City. Good to see you all here. We'll hope to see, hope to see you in uh, San Diego at Syracuse and West Palm. Can I do the thing that you hate and say one more thing? I think is uh, is my new favorite thing. Yeah. Is like we used to. We wanted to know how much Chew Crew was coming, so we used to say like, you know, if you're Chew Crew, we'll, we'll give you a hug. Yeah. Right. And now it's automatic. Like, Chew Crew, like every Chew Crew gets a hug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even sure. the dudes. Oh, yeah. Fuck like, even like, the big, Crew. Yeah, come on. Even the big hairy dudes That's were right. like. And, and you've been really leading the charge on that one. There are times where I'm like, holy shit, Heffernan's hugging that big old dude. And he's like, Chew Crew. If Chew they're Crew. Chew Crew, they're getting a hug. Bro. Yeah. They're getting a hug if they're Chew Crew. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they want it or not. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you're hugging them. That's right. We got a lot of hugs last night. That's right. So don't say I can't be emotional, Lemmy. Yeah. Don't say I can't talk about emotional things. Nah, like, it's like a robot doing it. You're I like give a hug hugs. robot. 
them a hug robot. Yeah, you feel no emotional connection. I feel a connection when I hug those people. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. So do I. I look into everybody's eyes. That's why I eyes. do it. That's I look why into I do everybody's it. eyes when I hug. I make love to those people. I say, people. hey, Chew Crew, let's hug. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'll prove it. I'll prove it in San Diego. All right. Um, all right, Chew Crew. Thanks. What do you, what do you got? What I'm are you going to chew on the way You know what? Yeah. For dessert, I'm chewing my Twix ice That's cream bar. That's what I figured. That's what I figured. Kevin, that bar is delicious. Is it? You know it is. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have some broccoli on the way out. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> I mean, I love broccoli. Just to be healthy. I love broccoli. Because we, we really have to pull it together here, Lenny. Well, we're about to. Yeah. You and I are starting a new regimen on Monday. Yeah. Let's start a new regimen. Let's pull it together. We're doing bro. it. Okay. Well, healthy. It's thing. gonna be difficult. This is the time of the year. Where I'm we not starting on Monday. I'm starting right now. I'm eating broccoli right oh, now. Oh, I already fucking started. I, I jogged and pumped iron today. Yeah, but you're having a Twix bar now. I'm. Oh, well, I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> yes, you're right. I'm eating a Twix bar right now. All right. Are you gonna uh, eat the French fries that you also had uh, lunch no. with your burger? I, you tell tell the truth. I had maybe six French fries, and I t- I handed it back to the waiter. Y- y- Did the waiter take the plate of fries away? He took the half-eaten plate Bullshit, of fries. Bullshit, not half-eaten. Yeah, you had at a all. lot. You had. Some I had French maybe fries. six French fries. Oh, you definitely have more. And than I was like. Take it away. Folks, you, took it away. you determine. You'll never know the truth. You determine your mind. It doesn't matter. I if know. If he had six French fries. Six French fries in your first bite, maybe. I know the truth. All right, Chew Crew. Chew Crew. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. We love you guys. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. This <laughs> is the best ice cream bar. This is the best broccoli I've ever, ever had. Oh, this nutritious. Can I have a, a bite of your broccoli? Maybe not. Mm, not interested. I don't want one of yours. So yeah. mm, No, he's bullshit. Now leaving Nerdist.com. What? <laughs>